Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everybody. It's Kat Sadler, and this is It Sure Is a Beautiful Day. I've spent decades in TV broadcasting and conducted hundreds, if not thousands, of interviews in the span of my career. And on this show, the conversations continue. My goal is that every episode feels entirely brand new, but also like coming home. Let's get into it. How lucky are we to have Marshall back on the show at my home studio in all of his glory with the pearl earring and the pearl eyes nail polish. Don't think I didn't notice. (laughs) Welcome to the show. That's new. There was just one coat, so it's kind of light. It's kind of just fun. Matches the earring. Why do you always look so cute? It's the late night special. It is. We were talking, you guys, before we were recording that Normally I do. I really, it's kind of like, feels like morning show vibes whenever I record. I'm usually doing this in the morning. A lot of my guests are in the morning, but. Oh yeah. You feel like you schedule at 10, 11. Yeah. Usually because I live right next to a school and it's a safe time of the day to do it because after school and early evening, there's usually like whistles and games and basketballs and dribbling and tennis things. And so, but right now it's nice and quiet. It's dark outside. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. I had a fun weekend. And <laughs> I had a fun weekend. <laughs> Which that I, is so someone in their 20s. How are you? Oh, I had a fun weekend. I had a fun weekend. <laughs> Which, oh, you said it's dark. Mm. I'm just really excited for daylight savings mm. to change. When is that? I think Sunday. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's or I soon. guess if this comes out next week, it was just a few days ago. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, wait. So that means I am like, my mind, and you're going to find this out in a minute, I like don't know what day it is, what time it is, what month it is, what's happening in the world. I have been so consumed with so many things. Totally scrambled eggs. Yeah. So wait, though, if we change our time, we're going to get sun longer. So summer's on the way. Got it. Okay. 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 And Arizona, Uh where I'm from, doesn't have daylight savings. One of the only states in the country. It's like Arizona, Hawaii, maybe somewhere else. Okay. Maybe another state. Okay. So I never really experienced it until moving here for college. Oh. Yeah. So it's a new thing. Yeah. Well, <laughs> isn't it amazing? It is <laughs> no. so fun. <laughs> Most people are like, let's get rid of this stupid thing. Yeah. You know, which we should. Yeah. I just thought because yeah. people listening may have missed some of our past episodes and they may yeah. not know your whole shtick. But Marshall, you guys, is is the wizard behind the show who does the editing and helps with the creative and helps with the guests and does so, so, so much. Dear Media was posting and taking polls from all of the employees, which Dear Media employee would Uh-oh. be the most likely to have his own <laughs> podcast or her podcast or their podcast. And it, and so many people said you. I don't know why. Well, <laughs> tell me why, because I don't know the other staff members, really. I only yeah. know you. But why do you think they were all like, Marshall needs a show? I, um, I have my own thoughts on that. 
I don't know. I think uh, <laughs> the natural performer in you. Maybe. Well, okay. you are a singer. It's true. At work, I have like my noise canceling headphones on a lot, and uh-huh. I feel like I'm kind of in my little bubble, and I don't speak that much. But I'm just like, l- like listening to conversations, editing a lot. So, I don't if know. If you had your own podcast, what would it be about? That that's a great. Question. <laughs> I'm already know. interviewing him. I don't even know. Yeah. Um, I would have to touch on. Well, I'd have to touch on things like we've discussed, like like the veganism and and maybe the half Mexicanism and the gingerism and the gayness. <laughs> like maybe the weird combination of isms and things. Well, because there is no one like you. May- like there, of course. There is no one like you're special. Yeah, that's well, it. Yeah, you're just special. I and, and it also could be because I did those little like man on the street style videos yes, for the yes. like company Instagram. I, I did Hollywood Boulevard, and I just had to run up to people and just start talking and just being like, "Can I talk to you about podcasting?" And a lot of people were like, "No thanks," and just walk away. <laughs> and it kind of made me think like you on the red carpet. You would do that, right? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like you just gave me like painful flashbacks. But (laughs) red carpet is one thing because I mean it depends where you are in your career. Did I did local red carpet stuff where I wasn't at the front of the line and I wasn't on E. And so yes, I was like, please come talk to me. I'm thinking like Orlando Bloom. I I covered like one of the pirate premieres right before I got on national television. And I was literally at the very, 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 very end of like a hundred reporters at the longest red carpet ever at Disney World land. And I was like, please, you like are just begging anybody to talk to you and they don't, you know, you are really, really hustling. Yeah. But I definitely, I was in local news for many years when yes, I'd get sent out on, they used to call it man on the street. Now I was like, we need to call it something other than that. Yeah. But yeah, where you just go out and bum rush anybody and ask them to talk to you about anything. And it is, it takes a certain kind of somebody and a certain muscle to be able to just spring on people like that. We were out there asking people about podcasting and I'm like, Hey, can I interview you to this guy? Like he just, I can tell he has like a fun personality just by like his walk basically and he has a camera person with him so I'm like oh maybe he's doing a video or something and he was like yeah you can interview me if you eat this hot chip (laughs) he was doing the hot chip challenge have you heard of this yes my kids do that oh they've done it and gotten so sick from it tell me you didn't do it I did not do it oh my god I know I just would be and I had to be out there for another hour it was also summer I was like no I'm not you of all people that would have totally killed your virgin insides yeah (laughs) I am so serious. It's like poison. Yeah. It is actual poison, I think, that chip the challenge. chip challenge. Yeah. If you haven't seen this, if you're listening, look it up because it's kind of insane. I, but I said no. And then we found out later he was like a famous YouTuber. Oh, we'll and see. There you go. Yeah. That's Anyways. the difference between now doing these things and versus when I was doing them literally 15 years ago. No one, A, had a camera doing their own filming or even iPhones at the time. So, right. yeah, very, very different times. Yeah. But but you liked it. It's kind of thrilling. It's kind of, you know, what's yeah. fun about those kind of interviews is just the, you never know what you're going to get. There's such a mystery and a surprise. And it's kind of yeah. fun in that sense. Can I tell you what they cut? What? So I wanted to do, I wanted to steal, which I, I'll admit, like the lie witness news from Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. where he his person on the street, not man, person, yes. just says a lie. And then sees if the person they're interviewing will believe this crazy thing. Uh So I was like, have you heard that Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk are starting a new podcast called Space Pod? And will you be listening? 
I think that was pretty harmless. That's yeah. And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like I had no idea. Like I I will definitely be tuning into at least the first one, like giving us these answers. Actually, it was kind of a brilliant idea. Was that your idea? Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's, you got to pitch that to Bezos. I thought that was kind of, well, oh, why not? The, the, the podcast. Actual. Yeah. <laughs> Space pod. I just realized that Nipsey must be on that chair over there. I thought for sure he was going to crawl up on my lap or get in his doggy bed, oh. but he's here and he's being quiet. He must be hiding. He's. How have things been going? Well, how much do you know? Just from your social media and your last episode, basically. And we what, haven't talked on the side about it. And on my last episode, did I mention the attack number one that I mm -hmm. couldn't hardly talk about? Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, Marshall. Oh my gosh. Can we get into it? Yeah. I have to get into it because, you know, first of all, like setting it up like it's the most dramatic thing of all time sounds like I'm being so extreme, but it has been hell. The last month has been like, I'm just... I've cried. I've cried some more. My dogs have cried. My kids have cried. It's just been so unexpected. You know, I've been on this show. Everybody knows who listens, knows I love my dogs. I've had the dog trainers on. Mm -hmm. I had this like perfect family of animals and the whole thing has gone to absolute shit in like no time whatsoever. And so much so that, you know, A, it's about the dogs for sure and our whole family dynamic. But here we are in March and, you know, I sat in this very chair in January and I was like, this year and all my goals and all the things I'm going to summon in and all the goodness, you know, and I had, had such like such defined objectives and things professionally I wanted to accomplish and, and personally. And anyway, the last month, it's like I have everything. I've been knocked over. It's like mm -hmm. you said, scrambled eggs where I nothing has gone to plan that's not the most important part. The most important part are these little furry lives that Nipsey and Moon, you guys, were best friends. And anyone who follows my Instagram, you know this because I'm telling you, it's crazy. Everybody DMs me about my dogs. It's so much so that I always am posting my dog content. I'm like, you guys, this has to be boring. And they're like, no, more dog content, more my dog content. My mom is sending me your dog content. Really? <laughs> yeah. She's like... Moon is the dog I always wanted or something. Oh, well, wow. So yes, I mean, I, I, I'm so in love with my dog, so I'm obviously posting them all the time, but apparently so is everybody else. So I do want to update everybody because everyone has been so supportive and curious and concerned, and it's been a roller coaster. So about a month ago, I was sitting right here where we are, and through that door is our side yard, and the dogs were out there playing like they are every single morning and just 10 feet away from me. And I hear yelping. I hear Nipsey just crying out of nowhere. And I look over and Moon is like on top of Nipsey and is full on attacking him. And so I super startled. I jump over there. I pull Moon off of Nipsey and Nipsey just runs into the house and is crying incessantly and is like limping. And I'm like, what in the hell? I was just like, what? I just knew it was terrible, but I didn't know how bad it was. So then I get to Nipsey and there was some blood on his face, but I couldn't tell how bad it was, is the point. Like yeah. I, it was, I just saw a little bit of blood. I thought for sure Moon had bit him. I separated the dogs right away. And then I, I let him hang out with my son for a quick minute. And I was like, went back to check on him and 
he had gotten worse and the blood was more and he was licking mm. and he was like shaking. And I was like, we're going to the vet immediately. So we went to the vet and the vet was like, you need to leave him here. We're going to do all the tests, all the things. Mm -hmm. So I left for like two or three hours and I kept thinking, okay, it's going to be okay. The vet called and the vet actually said, we did a cornea test. There doesn't seem to be damage to his eye, but he is in a lot of pain and, you know, we're going to give him some pain meds and antibiotic just to be safe. So I'm like, okay, this is manageable. It was a dust up between two dogs. He didn't lose an eye or anything. It's going to be fine. Yeah. I got to the vet <laughs> and they had shaved his whole like head to see how like mm. the actual lacerations. And I, he was swollen and it looked disfigured and it, it was awful, Marshall, like awful. Like his whole eyelid had been like bitten into and I mean, it's lucky he didn't lose his eye. It was just terrible, terrible, terrible. And he was so fragile and it was so terrible. And of course I cried and of course it was awful. But I thought, I really, really thought, A, he will heal from this. Thank God we have good care. Mm -hmm. But I thought in my heart of hearts, that was just play fighting that escalated. Mm -hmm. And Moon didn't mean anything by it. It wasn't like a personal attack. You know, we're not going to have real issues here. What terrible luck. And that would be that. That would be that. Yeah. And so for the next couple of days, of course, we were very careful, like with the dogs, when they were around one another, watching them at all costs, kind of seeing how they did. And I wasn't here, but both of my sons within the next couple of days had two occasions where Moon was still like targeting Nipsey, mm -hmm. like something had snapped and we're like, she had it out for Nipsey all of a sudden. And this is after they'd been best friends and super tight and never always yeah. gotten along. So that's when I started seeking all this expert advice. And I was getting on the phone with behaviorists and dog people and doing virtual consultations. No one actually came to the house, but even Caesar Milan called me and we had like an hour long. No <laughs> I was like, this okay, guy. That's cool. So he said a lot what I, he was pretty consistent with what everybody was saying, which is or was, you know, Moon is not a puppy anymore. She's almost two years old. She mm -hmm. is an adolescent and she's like any other teenager. Number one, she could be acting out. But number two, she's also the hierarchy of the pack is changing. And she's basically saying, I will be the dominant one of this three pack. I'm going to be running shit here. Mm -hmm. And Nipsey is a dick. Like he can be like right now, like when you came in, he's very traumatized. He's had a rough month. <laughs> I mean, I'll cut him some slack. <laughs> I don't take it personally. <laughs> Nipsey gave me a little. <laughs> he did give you a round. And the fact is, the truth is, if I'm being truthful, it's like with kids, maybe you'll experience this one day, mm -hmm. but it's like, you're so close to it. Sometimes you're the last to see it, right? Mm -hmm. Like we make excuses for our kids' bad behavior. I think I've made some excuses for my dog's bad behavior because Nipsey is a rescue, actually like straight from the streets, the biggest thug we could have ever like recovered. Yeah. And he is very, very attached to me. He is very territorial of me in particular. So I think that plays in there somewhere too, that like Moon was like, nah, you, you know, putting Nipsey in his place a little bit. Yeah. No, it's interesting. I, I wonder, just because I'm curious, I don't know anything about training and anything, but wh where did the dogs sleep or what's the situation when you're, I guess, either asleep or not around? 
Nipsey is always in bed with me. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of makes sense. He's like the little do- guy. Little dogs like tend to yeah. like be cuddly and up on their owners. And Nipsey is very much like that. So Nipsey sleeps in the bed. Moon also will sleep on the bed if it's just me. <laughs> if it's Greg too, it's a different story. But mm-hmm. if it's just me, Moon will sleep at the foot of the bed. Nipsey will be up by my head. Mm-hmm. Or Moon will sleep under the bed. Moon likes to be under the bed. She okay. feels really safe there. And then Scarlet is usually on the floor somewhere or in her doggy bed on the floor. Scarlet wants nothing to do with my bed. She's mm-hmm. a German Shepherd. She's big. That's yeah. not her style. She's out protecting the house, looking at the perimeter at all times. She has a job to do. It's not cuddle with me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the sleep situation. Right. And then thinking because Scarlet's bigger, maybe Moon feels like the only person I could have gone for here show dominance over is well scarlet is one. so sweet and fragile and delicate like she's almost invisible mm-hmm. i know it doesn't sound like the typical german shepherd but she's no threat to anybody okay so i really it's there's something between the two of them moon and nipsey so here's so, where yeah where do you go from here well this is where it this is, I think, where it actually just took me out. And like now I'm just like so fucked about the situation. So slowly after they seemed completely chill again, you know, I was keeping an eye. Of course, the boys were keeping an eye on them. I thought, okay, I had just gone. I've been I've basically lived at the vet this month. I went back to the vet with Moon to just get her checked. Cause a lot of people are like, Sometimes dogs snap when there's an underlying medical mm. condition. Make sure Moon doesn't have like some disease or some crazy thing going on because mm. that could be triggering her. So I took her to the vet on Saturday morning and got all the things done for her and made sure she was good to go and came home. We walk in the door. I'm literally going to the bathroom peeing. The dogs are five feet away from me, but just enough out of my eye line. And exact same thing happens. Nipsey like squealing and crying. I pop off the toilet and this time Moon is on top of Nipsey. And I'm like pulling on her collar on top of her to like pull her off of Nipsey. And like, I couldn't even get her off. Like she had her teeth and Nipsey so hard. I couldn't get her off. I end up using all my body weight to like brush against her to move her off of him. And Nipsey, oh my God, is bleeding his whole leg, his whole paw up and bent and shaking and crying again. Like it's like actual animal abuse and I'm like witnessing it. And I cannot tell you the amount of guilt I feel. It's like, oh my God, it fucking happened again. It happened again. So by this point I am wailing, crying. I am like frozen in my body because I'm like, how is this possible? How is this actually possible? And within two seconds, I'm back in the car going to the same vet that I had just left with my other fucking dog. Mm -hmm. And like, they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, at this point, I'm just, it was, it was terrible. And Nipsey absolutely traumatized. And this time I have to leave him and he gets like all these stitches in his legs. He gets x-rays. He's got serious wounds, inflammation, has a huge wrap on his leg. He also got his ear nicked. Like, oh my God, I can only imagine what people are thinking who are listening to this because it sounds like like they're going to call and report me to PETA. That's how I feel because I feel like no. I did something no, here. Do you know no, what I mean? No, no. 
No, the first time it happens, and this has never happened, they've never had an issue. You're like, that's it was a one time thing. It was crazy. There was something set Moon off. How is like home life changed or what's going on? So that is where I am completely and utterly stuck because I mean, I could just list all of the negatives the pain of my dogs, the stress of the situation, loving them both equally, the thousands of dollars I've spent at the emergency vet in the last month, the Mm -hmm. amount of time and energy I have to spend in between the different rooms and the crates and the doors closed and the like, like separating them. Like it, it, no one can live like this, right? Like mm-hmm. nobody and my poor kids because then now they know and their friends are coming. Like we're all just living on eggshells. It is beyond stressful. You know, I don't have the bandwidth. And again, I have done my due diligence. I've spoken with all these experts and they're like, well, you could, you know, get this such and such expert to then come and then for a month you do this or send one away for three weeks and here's 10,000 more dollars. And like, it's just like never ending, right? Like, and by the way, never ending with no guarantee, it's not going to happen again. Yeah. I mean, that's it for me. Like, yeah. Could I improve the behavior of both of my dogs by doing that? Probably, but that doesn't mean it's going to solve the issue. Yeah. So we've had to have some major, major soul searching with the kids. Cause I, I do Austin and Orion, love them as well, but I've had to like plant seeds in the last 10 days that we're going to have to rehome a dog. Mm -hmm. And that started with Moon because I was thinking Moon needs to be in a home where there aren't other dogs Mm -hmm. and she'll be great because she is a great dog and she is gorgeous. Like you said, your mother's in love with her. Like Mm -hmm. everyone's in love with Moon. I'm in love with Moon. But maybe, you know, moon and dogs or especially small dogs don't mix. So I was like, something has to leave the equation for us to return to peace. Like there's just no other way. Yeah. I have to walk them separately now. I have to do everything separately. I have to feed them separately. I have to do the vet. It's just like. It's double. It's. What it already is. It was already a lot. It was already a lot. If you guys follow me on social, specifically IG, you've seen me posting about Dime Beauty. I'm so obsessed, you guys. Firstly, there are clean ingredients in this beauty line, which showcases so many different products, all of them vegan, cruelty-free, no harsh chemicals. Maybe my favorite that I've tried from Dime Beauty Co. so far is their whipped exfoliating mask. Oh my gosh, it's creamy. It's an exfoliator though, but gently clears your skin of all that dead stuff. And if you're into clean beauty, which I am really trying to lean into more and more and more, these products are all ranked between a one to three on the EWG toxicity scale. The packaging is beautiful and neutral and kind of black and gold and these brown shades. They'll look gorgeous on your vanity. You're going to love what they do for your face. They are fragrance-free. They're budget-friendly. And the packaging, by the way, is glass. So again, they're eco-friendly as well. I want you guys to try Dime Beauty. Their return policy is pretty awesome. They offer returns up to 60 days. So if you don't like it, 
just send it right on back. You know, I got a code for you too. It's dimebeautyco.com. Use code CAT at checkout for 20% off your entire order. That's dimebeautyco.com and use CAT at checkout for 20% off of your order. Again, clean, effective, beautiful, fragrance-free products you're going to love. I started the process of thinking, okay, stop looking at this like <gasps> we're giving up a dog and reframe it to be like we're passing on the love of this dog to someone else who can really, mm -hmm. really love Moon in the environment that she deserves, mm -hmm. in the space that she deserves. And I really got my head into that space and thought this will be fine and started the rehoming process. And Marshall, I spent 48 hours with rescues and agencies and organizations and meeting with actual humans that I met on the next door app that everybody thinks they want moon. And it just wasn't working. This was this past weekend. Like it was a dead end. The own, I wouldn't have given her to the people that I did meet with. They weren't right at all. And all the rescues are at capacity, even wags and walks. I mean, they're oh, like the geez. best. So they're like, we can't take any more dogs. And so it's like been dead, dead end, dead end, dead end. And I'm like, oh my God. So then I came back from that thinking, well, maybe I've got this all wrong. Maybe I should be rehoming Nipsey. I mean, Nipsey is the little dog that has the attitude who behaviorally needs more work mm -hmm. and would actually be really, really suited with an adult single person who needs a companion yeah. where they can be cuddly in bed. Yeah. I'm thinking I'm shocked seniority wasn't a priority here. What do you mean? Just like having Nipsey longer. Means that he should be able to stay? Yeah. Oh, priority seniority. Mm. I don't know. You know what, Marshall? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Yeah, no I don't knows. know. Nobody knows. And by the way, everyone in my life probably wants to kill me because every day I change my mind about this and mm -hmm. there's a different st story or a different hypothetical. And so last night, this is all so fresh and it's so consuming, which is why I'm like, oh, last night, because I want to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I want, and, and maybe there isn't just a clear answer but I got in this room, I called a family meeting because this is like, I, I've got to, to get this solved because mm -hmm. I have to like get back to like real life here. It's been a month and these dogs are stressed. We're all stressed. So I sat the kids down and I said, vote, <laughs> <laughs> vote someone off the island. Off. <laughs> Sorry. You're right. I though. love it's Survivor. Like, oh my God. So good. At this rate, we're all going to be dead. <laughs> Yesterday, I found this amazing woman with another agency that I won't name yet because I haven't worked with them yet. And there's a lot TBD about this, but she in a heartbeat, a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend, because I've been, that's the other thing. I've been on the networks and mm. I've been on the emails and I've been on the text with literally every person I know going, yeah. I just want these dogs to end up somewhere or a dog to end up somewhere where I know the person or I feel so confident about it. And so I got connected with this new woman and she said, we have space for Nipsey. Okay. And bring him on over. 
All you'll need to do is fill out the surrender forms and you'll be good to go. And there was something about her in the email saying, oh yeah, bring them over tomorrow between 10 and three, fill out the surrender forms and we'll find Nipsey a forever loving home. And I fucking lost my shit over it. I just started crying because I was like, this is real. The word surrender Surrender. is a little intense. Surrender. (laughs) It's like sacrifice adjacent without the dying. (laughs) It's so intense. Thank you. Yeah. It is so intense. Gives like religious undertones. I don't know. Surrender. It's actually really funny. Like, I'm not surrendering my dog. What? To what? To who? Well, that was my question. I'm like, and then what happens? You know, it's just like, fuck. And so, but I had a plan. For the first time, I had someone saying, we'll give your dog a loving home. Yeah. And. Thumbs up. Yes. And then it seemed real. Like, we might be able to to have an ending here where everyone wins. And so I came to the family meeting to tell the children that we are going to be saying goodbye to Nipsey tomorrow. (laughs) And an hour into that family meeting, that idea blew up and that changed because my oldest son, Austin, is obsessed with Nipsey and so in love with Nipsey and is so mm-hmm. tight with Nipsey. So he is, we think, moving out in May. My I son. I was going to ask this. I was like, Austin. Austin. Because, yeah, just graduated. Well, he's finishing film school, which he'll, he's done at home and somewhat on campus, but it's local. And so he's, he's still going to be in school, mm. but he's moving out on his own. Mm. She's like, let me take him. I'll take him. Just, but I need two months because he's not moving out until summer. And so then the question becomes, what do we do for the next two, three months? Mm-hmm. Do you want to foster men? <laughs> I don't think my lease will allow. <laughs> Wait, what you know this I did? is coming. My mom <laughs> freak out. Because <sighs> here's my thinking. If Austin takes Nipsey in May or June, mm-hmm. if I could just get back to real life for just a minute and get Moon in a place where she's fine and thriving and healthy and doesn't have the stress of Nipsey either and gets attention. And it's basically like we're subleasing her or it's like yeah. a quick foster, but I'll take her back. Yeah, That's that's kind of where I'm at. I just don't know who is going to do that. What about Greg? No. Well... Oh. <laughs> That's another layered, unlikely scenario. He has four kids. He's never there. I mean, he's on the run a lot. Not Mm -hmm. on the run. (laughs) (laughs) From what? (laughs) He's on the go. Yeah. He's here a lot too. So as great as that sounds, I don't think he's ready for a hundred percent commitment to my dog without me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we've kind of floated that idea and then it just kind of doesn't work out. I don't think he can do that with his own responsibilities right now. We need like a full-time work from home baddie with a side yard. Exactly. <laughs> Calling Some, all. Yeah. Leave a review <sighs> if, if interested. But this plan seems the closest to everything working out, everyone being happy 
dogs get to stay in the family close to you. They just can't be together. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I just need a fix. <laughs> I need a, a short-term fix, and it can't happen soon enough because I'm losing my mind. Mm -hmm. Before you got here, I was doing a little PR thing. I mean, it is like musical dogs, musical chairs, musical doors, musical kids. It's like I haven't even... I haven't been drinking either, Marshall. <laughs> oh, yeah? I mean, I, that, I'm like, is this a universal fucking test? I'm going to clear my life. I'm going to stop drinking alcohol. I'm going to be my purest self. And then the universe is just shitting on me. You What's know, the lesson? When you get when you do a tarot card reading yes. and you pull the death card, which is like <laughs> the worst card. But th this is, just happened to me Okay, at my last tarot card reading. Okay. The reframe is that death is essentially a rebirth. That's the oh that's God. what a tarot card oh reader will always tell you when you pull the card. Which when you first see it, you're like, what does that mean? They're like, no, this just means that something's ending, things are dying. Not literally. So it makes oh space <gasps> for something else. And I that's how I would that's how I would see this. And I'm no tarot card reader, but that's just kind of what's been told to me that I find calming in moments when everything hit the walls. I think you're so right. I yeah. asked for that, right? If I, I've been doing my manifesting and doing my journals and and saying I'm ready to level up in ways I never have before, mm -hmm. I would think I have to be available for that, mm -hmm. right? You have to be available to step into the life as big as you want it. With your time, with your energy, just with the like the position you are in your life every way. Yes. And so it's so interesting to hear you say that because that's kind of what I've been fixating on is that as bad as I feel about the situation for the dogs and the boys and the energy in our home lately, I can feel that it's about on some level, it's about a clearing. Mm -hmm. It's like what you just said, making room and maybe a rebirth. And the truth is I had to take a, a, a long, hard look at myself, Caesar Milan, better human, better dog. And he was like, you have created this codependency with your animals. I mean, I got these dogs during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Everybody was like, life was shut down. I didn't get Nipsey during the pandemic. I did get Moon during the pandemic, but like we had this little safe bubble existence at home all the time. Those dogs are attached to me like yeah. they are my shadows and like I'm giving great I, I want to be a giver but I think I have other work to do and mm -hmm. I think that is just like depleting me mm -hmm. the dogs are depleting me and that sounds selfish but I think that might be true no when things are going wrong it's like once you work through the solutions then you're making just space space yeah I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've left out of this story because I know it's quite the saga, but that is where we are at this exact moment. Okay. I'm going to have to make some hard decisions and that's what life is sometimes. Is. Yeah. Okay. Well then I have to ask you one pop culture question before we go yeah. because I feel like everybody is talking about this. Okay. So much so that like, you know, I've been wasting, not wasting, but I've been spending a lot of time on all things dogs, but then I've been wasting time on TikTok watching this Haley Selena. Oh, 
Yeah. Like, and part of me is like, don't even bring it up because like, I'm just fueling the fire by keeping the narrative going, but I can't help it. Like be no, curious. No, it's extremely like, fascinating. I have nothing to lose, so I can just say okay, everything I say want about it. <laughs> yeah, say well, it all. I, what, like. First think, of all, do you think the brow thing was real? Like, are, are we making this up about nothing? Like the brow moment? Do you think that was absolutely intentional? No. Okay. Actually not. Okay. I I think Kylie knows what creates a story and what gets people to click on her page, therefore her website. So I think in that regard, it could be very much like just like, oh, she thinks this is going to put her name out there more. The Kris Jenner mastermind of it all is like, just cost some drama this week. She's like, great, I'll just like post this little thing and then people will click on my website and I'll make a whole bunch of money. Like, I think that could be true. And it's it was real. But I don't actually think there was really malicious intent there mm. if they were trying to do it. Mm. I think she could have posted it. And then people start giving her backlash and then she can't address it anymore because she's like, I thought this was going to be like funny people. It was going to be like on like Daily Mail, like a funny story. But then it turned into people unfollowing her. And now she's like, I have to pretend that this was a coincidence. I think there's so many options, like yes. ways it could be. Yes. So I think that... The part that's more interesting to me is all of the similarities that are coming out about Haley and Selena. Had no idea. Had no Had idea. Had no idea. My TikTok feed is like just, it's full of this. And the the weirdest one is the thing that people are pointing to the most, which is the tattoo. No one knows what the G is for on Haley. I heard a theory. Okay. I heard... Gomez. <laughs> 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 I saw that tweet. I was like, that's genius. I didn't. I, I heard a, a theory or someone who said they that it it, it was a girl or a cousin or, or a dang, I wish I could remember. But there was somebody seemed to know what it was. It's just the same ear in the same font at this in the same size at the same place. I'm like, we couldn't have done like, you know, an ankle. We couldn't have done like a forearm sans serif. It had to be like cursive behind the ear it's kind of it's very single white female i mean it just is yeah. that's that's the that's because if i'm her and getting that tattoo obviously she knows about it like a reasonable person wouldn't do that yeah for all the reasons you just mentioned i know she's it's fan behavior <laughs> the other part i didn't realize because when all these old videos are resurfacing of yeah. justin when he was younger before long before they knew one another I was even on some of those red carpets. Oh, yeah. And in fact, one where I know I interviewed Justin that night. And to see like baby Haley in the background Peeking with her the dad, always <laughs> in the bushes. Yeah. Got to keep an eye out for Selena, the quote Nicki Minaj. <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. So it's it's kind of showing like these old videos are kind of showing her like obsession almost with Selena, which is giving Netflix documentary three-part series in a couple years to me. Like, it, it's so, it's so intense. And then the ones that make me sad, where I genuinely feel bad for her, are the ones that are comparing the way Justin would treat Selena versus Justin treating her. Like, so many examples. And I know people are probably pulling the most dramatic sure. comparisons yes. there for to, like, make a dramatic TikTok. But it's there. Yeah. There's one where they're on Instagram Live and... She's she's like answering a question for him. He's like, they were talking to me, woman. 
like says something like awful to her. Oh, I didn't see that one. It's bad. I saw one uh, YouTube video or something. It was another live that got posted on YouTube, but it was like she was talking about the Selena drama and how, or or maybe just more generically that, you know, people don't really know her. And she was talking about mental health or something mm -hmm. and like how difficult it is or heavy it is to carry all of that. And she really just pe wished people knew her for her. Mm -hmm. And literally it's a two shot of her and Justin and he's just sitting there like, almost rolling his eyes oh, yeah. and says literally nothing supported. And every time someone asks him, like, how'd you meet? When did you know you were in love? He stutters for a full 30 seconds. He's like, uh, well, ah, uh. I'm like, Justin, what are you doing here? And Arranged I, marriage. Yeah. Oh, and that clip on Ellen, Demi Lovato knew what she was doing by asking him about <laughs> that. I don't know. In that regard, I, f I feel bad for her. I, I want her to be like happy and confident being her own person, not having to copy someone. And also with someone that treats her well. Treats her well? Like Question mark. the bar is on the floor. Yeah. Well, I heard today, just today. Okay. And again, this is TikTok news, not fake news, but TikTok news was that he wasn't wearing his wedding band right now. And mm -hmm. like, and then somebody tried to say he started following Selena on Twitter again. But then other people were saying he never stopped following her. But okay. that's trending right uh, now as right we are speaking. Now. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, after this episode, I'll be doing more research because okay. I just think it's interesting. Well, love to them all. Love to all involved. They got married really young. I never advise that anyway. Just for all the kids listening, just, you know. You never, ever, ever are in your 20s what you're going to be when you're 30 or 40 mm -hmm. or whatever else. Take it from somebody who's done it a few times. Just mm -hmm. hit pause on that. And no for rush. the record, I've followed none of them. You never have, you mean? No. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm kind of, you know, watching from the sidelines. Yeah, because you're cooler than that. Well, no. It's, it's way that. too, it's, just... it's way too, like, mainstream for you. Mm, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's more like, what are you technically? If I'm a gen, what, what are you, millennial? Are you Gen Z technically? You're a Gen but Z, but like the kind of the oldest of that. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. You can't be bothered. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good seeing you. So good seeing Thanks you. Thanks for being my doggy therapist. Oh, thank you for sharing the story. Thanks for inviting me. It's so fun. Yeah. Kat, you're gonna get through it. It's gonna be like a weird little splatter of paint on your timeline of 2023, and yeah. you'll get through it. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. And a reminder, you can catch a brand new episode of It Sure Is a Beautiful Day every Tuesday. Please don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And of course, I'd love to hear from you. So leave me a rating and leave me a review. Also, follow us on social media for all the behind the scenes action and more info. That's at I am Kat Sadler on Instagram and at ABD with Cat. Talk to you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.